Welcome to episode 37 of the Animal Addicts podcast. Sorry for the delay again. This sinus surgery kind of kicked my butt. Thank you so much for your support and patience. The rest of this month's episodes will release at our usual time. And as a bonus, we will be re-releasing our Central and Northern American episodes edited for cursing. Today's episode features an animal of the week I'd never heard of before, and of course, some more awesome favorites. So, let's dive into episode 37 of the Animal Addicts Podcast. Welcome to episode 37 of the Animal Addicts Podcast. As always, we're your hosts, Allie. And Casey. And today we're going to talk about a whole new kitten caboodle of animals. It's another stretch, but there you go. But also a kit is baby fox, so I say it works. Yeah. who's So what have you been up to, Casey, since last time I saw you? I'm back in school. Okay, last semester? Yes, it is. How's it going? What's up? What are we... Disaster. Yo, good. <gasps> Biology is not a degree you want to get online, okay. especially if you're doing labs because it's truly awful. Yeah, that part sounds terrible. Like math and physics are fields in STEM I could see that are pl- feasible, but not biology. <laughs> I would say not even chemistry because I took an organic chemistry lab online. It was a joke in my opinion. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Is that because you're just not getting a hands-on? Or like yeah, what's, yeah, mainly because of that. That makes sense. And, um, yeah, like my professor of invertebrate zoology is one of the classes we're taking. Um, I, we, the class, Zoom meeting keeps dropping. Nice. When, yeah. So we haven't even done the first week of lectures, so I'm just going to write that out tomorrow some, at some point. No good. <laughs> yeah, and um, I was going to say something else, but I can't remember now. But, yeah, one of the things was constantly dropping out of some classes in the middle because of internet issues where I live that's not good internet. No, that's <laughs> annoying. Yeah. Yeah, that makes it's, life challenging. Yes, it is. Hopefully, after this semester. <laughs> it doesn't help you. Hopefully things will start. Yeah, they're planning up. on opening up again in the fall. Yeah, I would say yeah. fall, a lot of places will probably be able to open up more again, which will be nice for other people, but not for you. Yep. I'm still getting stuff about on-campus housing and parking still. And it's like, I won't be here. You're like, how dare you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How dare you? Yes. All right, well, is that it with uh, school? That's it? Just it's sad times? Yes, it's sad times. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you're almost done. Yeah. Then what are you going to do bad job? How's that going to go? Are you excited for that part? I'm That's looking fine. on Indeed a lot, and it gives me anxiety. <laughs> yeah, getting a job is very anxiety-inducing. Yeah. My sister has more anxiety because... Sometimes she told me that sometimes she'd be like she might not use her degree. She is she history history major. Yeah, basically she has to be a teacher. Yeah, That's or work on me. She's looked at other things. There's like paralegal, which she's definitely not doing. She's told me that. Okay. Um, museums. Yeah, museums would be kind of other interesting, stuff. but I yeah. can't imagine there's that many jobs. Yeah, I don't know. I might work in a museum. I... That'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be really fun. All right. Well, I like you went to the animal park. Mm-hmm. And um, I went for a friend's birthday only for a couple hours because that's all I ever, can ever do. And the, I don't even know if it's the California particular species, but the roadhog is still out and doing well because the assholes who park in two spots are still everywhere. <laughs> and this time it's not even like nice cars, it's like a really shitty old Toyota. And there's the people who just park like crap and like are kind of over the line a bit. Like that's just you suck at parking. But then there's people who very purposely have done this. And there were so many of them. And I wanted to take pictures of all of them. I was literally going to take a picture of my car. Which the parking spaces aren't huge. But they're fine for like stands. Mm-hmm. Like if you have an SUV or something, yeah, it's a little tight. But if you have a car, there's no reason. Yeah. To not just park in that space. And then there's this massive fucking raised like 4 by 4 white, I don't know if it was a 4 but giant truck. They fit in the spot just fine. So there's no fucking excuse, people. Mm-hmm. Get your shit together. And, like you said, it was super crowded. And the dirt was open. Yeah. That is not that is not 50% capacity. And you couldn't get away from people. Same mm-hmm. thing. Same problem. So that was very frustrating. And trying to eat was very frustrating because, like, there's nowhere to sit and you're around mm-hmm. people all the time. And people do not pay attention to yeah. social distancing. I remember last time I went, 
we ended up eating just outside of Australia walkabout. It was one area where it wasn't just crowded with people. But then as we finished our food, people were gathered. By the food truck or like where No, like, you know that where that fit? It's like near the pond outside of Australia walkabout, the big fake tree. Yes. Yeah. That was that little like kiosky type thing. That yeah. Was just like drinks and like snacks. Yeah, near that area, except we were just sitting on a rock underneath the tree. Oh, okay. So you weren't yeah. in an actual nope eating place. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. So I never have time to go anymore, and I'm only gonna be able to go for a couple hours. Imagine weekends. how the zoo is, man. I'm not even going there. I'm not doing. <laughs> I'm not going there until COVID is like under control entirely, mm-hmm. because there's no point. Like as long as we have to wear masks, there's no point in going there because no one does it. So why? Yeah. And also so crowded, and I don't like being around people. Yeah. I think, isn't it the 15th, like, amusement parks are opening up again in California? Mm-hmm. And Disney's going to be opening soon. At 50, <laughs> I, well, they said initially 15% capacity. Which Should be no more than 30. Which truly. Well, it was 1.5, but now it may have gone up because things have changed. Mm-hmm. But, um, um, <laughs> sorry. Um, but... Disney, so that's kind of a dream to go to Disney at 15% capacity. Like, that yeah. would be so nice, but that's going to be so... Yeah, they, take, they took away your passes, though, mm-hmm. right? That's going to be so fucking yeah. expensive. I guess my one friend told me that in Florida they're still honoring the passes, but they've also been open this whole time. Yeah. So that makes sense. I'm like, I'm sure Disney's not going to honor them, and it sucks because I was... And you don't get a refund, or did you? They stopped, Yeah, they gave us our money back. All right. They stopped charging you after a while, and mm-hmm. then they refund you if... Mm-hmm. So, I haven't actually looked for a refund. I should do that. <laughs> yeah, she should. But I'm going to have to go back because they stopped charging us mm-hmm. like, well back into it. And I remember, too, when this whole thing started, and I was like, I can't go to Disney because I can't risk because I'm around my grandma. So, like, mm-hmm. I can't risk catching something at Disney because we all know how the measles fucking shit went at Disney. <sighs> um, that should be dead, but more anti-vaxxers. <sighs> Measles should be on the verge of extinction. It should be, and it basically was, yeah. except for you get I, people. That's something I fear is, like, we'll have a comeback of polio, which is almost eradicated. That was another thing that was in that that's, that special. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, this is a throwback to last episode, but um, that was something they were talking about. So, obviously, we have the all the storms are getting worse. The fires are getting worse. Hurricanes, everything's getting mm-hmm. worse, right? And then... Um, but the diseases are going to get worse. Oh, yeah. So they're like, this and, like, mass extinction and stuff is to blame for COVID mm-hmm. because you're running into the animals more yep. and coming in and it's not regulated. And, like, the more we go into the Amazon, we're going to unleash some shit from the Amazon. Yeah. That's going to be bad. John Oliver actually did a segment on that. Yeah. yeah. So that was it's another like, thing with, like, the way we're progressing, like, get used to COVID because yeah. this is going to be life now. <laughs> yeah. It's like everyone talked about going back to normal. It's like, we can't go back to normal in multiple ways. Yes. So anyway, but yeah, so that was the thing. Yeah. But yeah, Disney is going to open at fifteen percent capacity, but which may be more now because now California is loosening restrictions. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Newsom. But um, <laughs> yeah, giving in to people probably because of this recall thing. Anyway, politics. politics it's stupid. He's politics not is so dumb. Recalled in California. <laughs> it's all done. Anyway, it's stupid. Um, so. But yeah, but it's going to be so expensive to do that because you can't use a pass. You have to buy mm-hmm. it one day. And they're limiting it to Southern California. How much? I haven't been to Disney since I was like a literal kid. How it's expensive? It's well over 100 I think even for a one park. I haven't done it because I've had passes for a long time now. <laughs> My pass when I first got it. Well, now I'm in the... Okay, so I didn't first have the pass. I well, don't anymore have. <laughs> the first time I got a pass, which was the second lowest, it was $162. It was 400 and something last time I had that one. And that's only 10 years, maybe? So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so it would be amazing to go there when it's not mm-hmm. very full, but it's going to be so expensive. And now they're doing away with passes, so it's like, well, a lot of people won't be able to go then because yeah. I can't afford to go to Disney more than, like, once a year mm-hmm. without a pass. <laughs> it's yeah. not possible. It just sucks because my pass, I was able to go on Sundays, and I was grandfathered in, and now I won't be able to get that anymore even mm-hmm. though I can do... It's very frustrating. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So it was very frustrating at the park because... Go to our national parks. I think they're... I do want to do that. <laughs> yeah. We don't have many close to us. <laughs> you have to drive sure, away. Yeah. I feel like I Joshua is the closest. Yeah. I've never been to Joshua. I want to go there. Nor have I. And apparently it's getting really crowded and crazy now. Yeah. My friend goes there a lot and um, a decent amount. And I just saw one of my cousins who's in the United States right now. 
went there as well. And it's like, why are people all of a sudden going here? Yeah, it's getting way more popular. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so um, just less people, maybe. <laughs> In general. Mm. Also, I really want people to just stay six feet away from me at all times. I want that to continue. I want everyone to keep washing Forever. their hands. Forever. And I want strangers to stay six feet away from me. Yeah. At all times. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so we should move on, though, into talking about the things we wanted to talk yes. about. <laughs> and uh, I feel like I didn't even really see most of the animals because it was too crowded. Like you were saying, like I didn't yeah. see the lions, really. <laughs> I saw tigers sleeping, as they do. One of the condors kind of flew. Yeah. I always see the lions, typically, but tigers are always a bit hidden. The tree kangaroo was actually moving around, too. Yeah. That was cool. Anyway. <laughs> and, of course, the murder bird, the casper, was yes. actually sleeping. It was very funny. Anyway. They, like, stretched at one point, and they were, like, oh. toes. I'm not going uh. toes, but our toes, like, stretched. And I was like, ah! <laughs> so cute. Funny. Anyway, okay, sorry. Can you hear what you actually want to talk about? Yes. So, first, I'm going to give something I will probably give. Allie a little bit of a nightmare because I know how she is. That's pretty huge. Yes, so I literally found out about this morning as of this recording Mm -hmm. that scientists have made synthetic life that successfully divides. Yep, that's creepy. Yeah. So this they made synthetic DNA a long time ago of mycoplasma, which is bacterium. But what they this back in 2016 they observed it dividing but when it did its divisions the cells when it divided were misshapen and not of the same size okay because they were trying to like make the most simplest dna possible and so they excluded some genes that they believe were not necessary for de- for cell duplication okay turns out all those genes there were ones important for cell division they don't know exactly how or what they do but it needed it and they put those genes into the DNA sequence, and now it can successfully divide. Cool. Yeah. Ish. I mean, cool, but also scary. It's awesome. I'll say it's more cool than scary, but when they actually start, like, fully cloning, like, or not cloning, but, like, creating Hmm. people and animals. Well, right now in the United States, it's illegal to clone people. (laughs) And we wouldn't clone people. We would just clone certain cells and tissues. Yeah. Well, that we need to start working on for medical. Yes, but because of our crackpot politicians, we can't. (laughs) And now on to the animal (laughs) stuff, because like I said, mycoplasma is a bacterium, which is not an animal. Right, it's not. Yeah. Instead, I'm going to be talking about an app I use both for school and recreation. Mm -hmm. It's called iNaturalist. And... Basically, what it is, you can make an account, and you can either just... you get, It allows you to, like, make observations of animals in your environment. So you can, like, take a picture. You can also join projects, because researchers will also use these observations uh, to conduct their research. Um, and then there's different projects where they're collecting certain kind of information. Like, I'm doing one for a class mm-hmm. on which I'm observing insect behaviors, which I'm focused... I have a lot of pollinators. <laughs> But I'm also a part of the... Where are my projects? (laughs) (laughs) So I live in San Diego County, so I'm part of this. I'm in the San Diego County, California Biodiversity Project, where it's like covers plants, animals, a bunch of stuff. I have submitted just insects because I like invertebrates. Okay. So you can see like a bird. Yes. And take a picture of it doing whatever it's doing. Yes. And they'll also... seagull stealing food. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And um, when you take a picture... It'll, it'll give you suggestions on what it thinks it could be based on other pictures that the have been submitted and give you a suggestion. Then other people can ID it. Mm-hmm. And then it, based on number of IDs it gets, it can get upgraded to like research grade for like research. So it's kind of a little bit like um, Kenya Watch. Yeah, probably. Okay. But yeah, one critique I do have is that basically anyone can make an ID and some Especially with insects, I have a problem with that because... Oh, yeah, no one's going to know what they are. Yeah, like, you can probably get to, like, genus maybe for some, but I know with, like, beetles, you have to look at, like, antennal, antenna segments and tarsi segments to determine the species right. sometimes. So it's... I like it. You can contribute to science as well as helps get you outside. Yay, outside. Yes. Hopefully away from people. Yes. But also vitamin D and just, mm-hmm. you know, good things. Yes. That totally reminded me of something that 
is animal related and I wanted to share it before and I just totally forgot. <laughs> so my friend who just got married, congrats. Um, well, actually now at this point, it's been like a month, but, <laughs> um, but anyway, she was telling me she lived up in, um, San Francisco area for a mm-hmm. while. And, um, speaking of animals and seagulls eating things made me think of it. They hunt in packs now, so they're smart. So she <laughs> went to In-N-Out and she got, I think she got whatever. So she's eating her cheeseburger and seagulls were just like coming closer and closer, like four of them or something. And I guess there was a guy and he's like, they're going to steal your food, <laughs> like that she's holding, right? And she's like, it's fine. So one seagull <laughs> like kind of leapt at her. And so she's like, ah, and like pulled it back away from it. There was one behind her, grabbed it, ran <laughs> off of it. And then all of them swarmed around and started like, they're hunting in packs now. They have full pack tactics. Like that one obviously scares you. So you pull back and you don't see this one. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, I've gotten so smart. Seagulls are dicks, by the way. They always steal everything. Yep. They're problematic. Yep. Anyway, mm-hmm. but there you go. That's what birds get back to us for children chasing mm-hmm. them. <laughs> yes. Anyway, all right. Well, um, okay. Is that it for iNaturalist? Yes. Just remember, um, when you do join a group project, a project, there's going to have like rules for like taking pictures, and try to take semi decent because if it's like all blurry and far away, they're not going. It's not going to no be helpful. No one can use that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of insects, Yay. there we go. There's a segue. Um, this year is going to get loud, folks, <laughs> in the spring, which we're already basically what well, we are in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so a little later in the spring. So this article I will share again from uh, Live Science, but uh, we're not really doing the whole article. The whole thing is just that cicadas are coming back. So the okay. cicadas are coming. The cicadas I, are I coming. I swear someone did a video like that or something. That could, uh, that could still be a horror movie. So I think it might have been. Big. Probably are. Anyway, um, so this is Brood X or Brood 10, I imagine is what they're really going for, cicadas. So every 17 years, folks, the billions, billions? <laughs> I just say, the billions of periodical cicadas that make up Brood X or Brood 10, I'm not sure which one we're calling it, um, turn their attention from tree roots to the sky. So in the spring of this year, we're going to have a bunch of them going. I don't know if you've been around to experience this, folks. Loud as shit. Yeah. <laughs> They're so loud. So there's going to be a bunch of them coming up. So basically, um, cicadas come out. They're going to, they're going to, you know. <laughs> Sorry. I just read this part and I didn't read this before. It just entertains me. I'm just going to read this sentence for you. Alrighty. All right. Once exposed to open air, the cicada nymphs will shed their exoskeletons and climb up the nearest trees. My bad, it's in the second sentence. Okay, here we go. <laughs> there, the males will spend the next few weeks looking for love by shrieking <laughs> at the top of their timbles, the white drum-like organs on each side of their bodies. <laughs> in a tree full of male cicadas, timbles can amplify the amorous insects' mating calls until they're loud enough to drown out a lawnmower. They're so fucking loud yes they are i don't think i've ever encountered them in california i think i always went in arizona when they're out I don't remember if we have them we probably don't hmm. that's probably why yeah. but i've been in arizona when they have them and it's just like yeah i oh. did find out that we do have fireflies yay where up north of course <laughs> we have nice weather. yeah they found they discovered those a few years ago anyway so there's a billion pictures what is happening okay i don't know where the rest of the article is it's being weird Mm -hmm. but anyway point being so they come out and they do these weird um cycles part of it is so that when they they come out and they go into their crazy mating sessions and obviously the birds and other animals are like woohoo freaking buffet day so they just go crazy but because these guys are underground for so long and everything it helps them basically not go extinct by Mm -hmm. just being wiped out and since the animals can't depend on them um, consistently for food. Mm-hmm. They they do better and that's how they survive. It's a very weird life. Cicadas are very strange. I will link the article, but They're basically cool. just wanted to tell you that it's gonna be loud as shit. If you live in a place that gets mm. cicadas, Arizona, that's you're one of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and just know it's just, it's them with their love songs. Really? What? I, I don't know. When I think Arizona, I think dry as shit. Yes, but where, I am accustomed to in Arizona is in the mountains. Uh-huh. It's literally a forest. Not Flagstaff, because Flagstaff's like, holy shit, forest. High altitude. <laughs> but uh, Prescott is also high. It's always funny, so I'm like, oh, I'm in Arizona. I'm like, oh, it's going to be so hot. And I'm like, 
It's like here. <laughs> Phoenix, yes. Yeah. Phoenix is awful. A lot of Arizona is awful. I but one, I think one of my cousins lived in one of the drier parts of Arizona. Most of Arizona, then. Yeah. yeah most of Arizona. <laughs> most of Arizona. Why do you live... Is, what? It feels like a retirement state because whenever I... I swear, old people always swarm to the driest places on earth. Yes. It's usually also warmer. Yeah. And old people get cold. I don't know if you've noticed that. Um, I feel no. like it's usually Florida and Arizona. Ugh. Prescott is actually uh, like a retirement mostly place. Maybe median age is like 50-something. So it's crazy. But it's yeah. nice-ish. But uh, it's not it's not that hot. I mean, it does mm-hmm. get hot, but it's just yeah. like out here. But they do also get the monsoons. My, 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 the monsoons out there, which are <laughs> cool. Because when my Nana was alive and she was in her original house, she had a nice like um, porch. And that's one of my favorite things to do because it's so warm outside. Mm-hmm. You can just go sit on the porch and like, Oh, all the rain, and it's so yeah. cool. Anyway, mm-hmm. good times. The United States has a lot of really cool weather and places, guys, natural stuff. Anyway, so yes, so be prepared. It's going to get loud, and I will link this, and you can, um, something's happening over there. <laughs> you can read more about cicadas. But anyway, they have an interesting life cycle that's a very, um, I would say, unique adaptation <laughs> for their survival, and that they only come up every 17 years. I, well, I think... It's not always 17, but it's basically... They Some, it's 17 in. years. Others, like, five. It varies from species to species. I think I, think I remember it saying that um, it's, like, prime years or something like that, too. It's, it's very weird. But anyway, they come up in, in yeah. different... And then there's years where all rates. different species, they come out together. at the same time. Awful. Yeah. Ugh, it's so loud, everyone. Mm. Anyway, okay, so that's that. I will be linking that article. Um, but moving right along into our favorites. I almost jumped them and went to the animal. <laughs> My goodness, Allie. <laughs> Terrible. Um, these are things Casey chose, and these are things that my Ray would have probably eaten. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. one of them. <laughs> Just that they're overlapping what they are. I'm yes. saying, like, one of these most definitely would not be eaten. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's true. Yes. Okay, any who's. <laughs> So we are to our favorites, and Casey chose. And Casey, what did you choose? I chose our favorite marine crustacean. Yay! Neither of us chose. What would Sebastian even be? He's a crab, but like, what kind? I don't know. Well, he might not be a crab. There's a lot of things called crabs that aren't really crabs. That's true. I mean, flounder is not a flounder. I don't even know what he's supposed to be. I don't know. <laughs> he gets called. I got in an argument with my sister, salty. I think, regarding Flounder. Really? <laughs> yes. Arguing about Disney movies. Have you seen the video of the guy arguing about Wizard of Oz? Yes! I love that video. I'm like, what's happening here? Why is this so heated? I'm going to punch you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that video. And so many people have made their own variations of it. <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> Continuing on, back to our crustaceans. Yes. Tell us, so what is yours, Casey? Tell us about it. Mine is the Japanese spider crab. Well, that sounds fun. Yes. So the scientific name is Macrochira camphorae. Camphorae? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at my notes like I have that. And? Yes. It is one of the largest arthropods on the planet. Okay. So I'm guessing this is bigger than a king crab? Very much so. Oh, scary. So the body length, the main body like where all the meat is mm-hmm. and organs, is about 37 centimeters wide. Okay. The leg span is about four meters. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Those are long legs. Yes. That's what's called spider crab, right? Yes. That it gets the name because of the sense. long dangly legs. Dangly legs. Yes. And they weigh about 20 kilograms. Okay. And this is another example of deep sea gigantism. Yes. Yes. There are various hypotheses for why this happens. Go to other podcasts about that. I'm not going all four again. It's fine. <laughs> now, as the name suggests, they live in the Pacific Ocean, specifically in the region around Japan. Mm-hmm. The lifespan is not unknown, but because they are a deep sea living creature, probably have a very low metabolism and have a long lifespan. Mm-hmm. And when they do grow... The main, it's very disproportionate because the main body grows much slower than the legs do. Oh, so they have like dangly legs and all, oh, okay. Yes. And once they get to a certain size, the they have to like body grow stops legs, growing. Yeah. 
physically. And it has been found that they are somewhat fragile because several adults are found with either fragments or even entire limbs missing. Wow. Yes. But like many other crustaceans, they can grow their limbs back after successive molts. Okay. And they are benthic species that live at depths around 50 to 600 meters below the surface. And they are opportunistic omnivores that will feed on algae and small animals like mollusks and other sessile organisms. And they will also scavenge on carcasses. What is a sessile organism? means it doesn't move. Okay. Yep. Like corals and stuff. Oh, so these guys are almost, well, not really, but like almost like vultures of the sea. They're going to clean up the carcasses. Yes, there's a lot of vultures of the sea. (laughs) A lot of animals do that, so. Yeah. Most crustaceans are that. (laughs) So they clean your tank. Yes. But you need more than just that. (laughs) No, just them. That's all. Just one ghost shrimp. One ghost shrimp for like a 50-gallon tank. You're good. I'm pretty sure it would get sucked into the filter at that point. There's actually sponge filters that you, or you can either use a sponge filter which is basically an airstone and a ring sponge. Or um, you can have like one of those um, canisters and at the end there's like these sponge head attachments you can put so they don't get sucked up. Hmm. I've never had a tank that big, so. I do. I've only had to go shrimp in a five gallon tank. (laughs) (laughs) And younger individuals have been observed collecting algae and sponges and attaching it to their carapace. For? Camouflage. <laughs> Find me now, bitch. Yeah. yeah, very similar to like how small decorator crabs will put whatever they find onto that their is body. so cute. Okay. Yes. And this They're is... like, excuse me, I'm just expressing myself. <laughs> this is my fashion. Yep. And they are among the few arthropods that exhibit parental care. Aww. Yes, the female... For how long? Until they hatch. Okay. <laughs> After the eggs are fertilized, the female will carry them underneath her abdomen until they hatch. Okay. And these guys have not been evaluated by the IUCN red list. Because they're so deep. Yep. And they are not really a target species for fisheries and not typically caused by cat because they are such deep living spe- organisms. Mm-hmm. But they are considered a delicacy in regions in Asia. Probably because you can't get them easily. Yeah. Also, I feel like per crab, there's not that much meat on them compared to like, yeah. since they have spindly legs. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. It's creepy. Ah, I don't like it. It makes well, me think of like, but it makes me think of like <laughs> the the spider costumes for dogs. That freak yes. Me, like, crack me up so much. Okay. Uh, the dog's uh, like, what's happening? I just want to yeah. love you. Why are you running? Uh, <laughs> All right, well, that is interesting. Mm-hmm. How many deep guys, well, not pelagic, um, babalinic? Nope. It was close. Basidic? No. Okay, just tell me. Benthic. Benthic, fuck. Okay. How many benthic things have we talked about? Let's see the isopod, mm-hmm. the colossal squid, yeah. these guys. Wasn't the angel shark down there too? Or not that deep? Anglerfish, guy. yes. And there's probably been some choices that were. Oh, yeah, probably. Okay, yeah. anyway. Well, that's where all the cool stuff is. We like the scary things. Remember, NASA knows, and NASA's looking to escape. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, um, I had some struggles trying to find one of these. Um, And I don't know if this is actually my favorite, but this is really cool. So, we're going to talk about them, even though he got mad at me, because this is actually a family and not a specific shrimp. But whatever. Um, So, I chose a shrimp. And I chose the pistol shrimp, because they're really cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. So also known as the snapping shrimp. That makes sense because that's basically what they yeah. do. Um, well, they don't do it like that. They... Nope. Anyway. Um, but so the snapping shrimp, they belong to the family Alphidae? Alphidae? Sure. There are over 600 species of shrimp in the family, in this family, I should say. Cons- oh, let's just try that again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are over 600 species of shrimp in this family consisting of over 40 genera? Yes, genera. genera. Okay, I'm trying to make it French. <laughs> genera. <laughs> no, it's Latin. I know. <laughs> but French is based off Latin. I know. As are Italian and Spanish. Anyway, different species of this shrimp family can be found all over the world. So you watch it. They'll get you. <laughs> Most species live in coral reefs and seagrass beds. Size varies from species to species, but most are only a few centimeters in length. Little guys. Mm-hmm. 
The most striking feature of this family is their asymmetrical claws with the larger of the two being about half their total body length. It's pretty ridiculous looking, yep. but it's just cool what they can do with it. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> just imagine them like going to the gun show, yep. but they can't do oh. the like, look at these guns. It's just like, look at this gun. <laughs> well, I have a I have a purple pincher hermit crab and they're kind of the same, like they one big claw and then one needle one. Little claw. <laughs> Call them Nemo, it's fine. Anyway. <laughs> um, so. His name's Sheldon actually. Oh, that's awesome too. <laughs> All right, so they get their name, Snapping Shrimp, because when they open the top part of the claw, water enters a chamber in the claw. But here's the cool part. Then, when they close their claw, it's so fast, it causes the water to forcibly exit the chamber, forming bubbles that travel at 95 kilometers per hour. It's crazy. This is fast enough to stun or even kill prey, and the bubbles make the snap sound when they pop. That's not the impressive part. <laughs> but they do make a, and it's cool, we watch some little videos, you can see it too. It's cool. Yeah. Um, anyway, and the shrimp will also use this ability to fend off predators as they're so, sorry, try that again. Anyway, <laughs> they fend off predators because they basically shoot a bullet at you. That's essentially what's happening. Um, yeah, because it makes a loud noise. It makes a loud noise and it also hurts yep. a lot. And in one species whose scientific name is, oh boy, Snalfius Pink Floydy, which is awesome. Obviously, that scientist was a, a fan of Pink Floyd. The bubbles are 210 decibels, while an actual gunshot is around 140 to 175 decibels. Is loud. <laughs> also, when I was looking into them before, they um, the water temperature <laughs> in their little bullet is like super fucking hot. Yep. Like super fucking hot. Like you don't want to touch that. Like mm -hmm. the, the sun. Almost the sun. Not yep. totally the sun. But almost the sun hot. <laughs> so it's real, of course it's like teeny, but like it's real bad. Yeah. So it, they quack, quack, quack. They, they pack quite a punch. Yep. But it's a gun. Yep. They use bullets, bubbles as bullets. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yes. Anyway. And they're actually shrimp. They are shrimp. They are true shrimp. Yes. Are a lot of shrimp, not true shrimp. Of course they are. Yeah, there's a... <laughs> Nothing is what it says. But well, they are. And they're they're kind of, I don't remember if these, I was looking at a lot of shrimp. I don't know if these were that cute, but but they were just the coolest. And also it was just like, it was something about like how they just hold their claw open for so long. And then mm -hmm. when they just snap it, it's just so fast and mm -hmm. so crazy. Anyway, you should check them out. Yeah. I think people have these like in their aquariums though. And I feel like Probably. why? Yeah. People have mantis shrimp. Yeah, sure. Just need to make sure you have the right be tank. Because if it's glass, break they'll it. break it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that at Birch a few times. Oh, they have one at Birch? I don't know if they have them anymore right now. Okay. I know Birch is opening up again soon. That's going to be one of our field trips is Birch. Yep. Get to see the jellies and all We're the fishies. We're going to start taking field trips this yep. year for season two, which is yep. almost at season two, yep. folks, because... We finish up this month, which is our Pacific Ocean. Then we have our wild card month where we just get to choose whatever we want to. Yep. Mostly because Casey likes so many insects. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the majority of what he'll choose. It, it's the invertebrate month. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and then we will start again mm. in South America. Mm. So, um, yeah. So then we'll get to do some field trips, which will be really cool. Mm. But before we get to that, everyone, we are on to our next Pacific Ocean animal. Why are you annoyed? What I don't know what's happening. I think I'm good. <laughs> I thought I was going to sneeze. Oh, okay. Do you hate that when you really think you're going to sneeze and then you get to it? Yeah. And it's gone. My mom used to tell me, like, look at this and I'm making sneezes. Like, this is such horseshit. I never sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had that happen. Maybe it just means you're getting allergies in there. Like, no, like, no, she tells me, look at the sun and then you'll sneeze. No. <laughs> no. Also, don't look at the sun. <laughs> More importantly, what parent tells you to look at the sun? We know what parent <laughs> Oh, my gosh. She just wanted to see if you were dumb enough to do that. <laughs> She's like, yep, yep, nope, no one talked I was about. not. People can't tell, but I was a stupid kid. <laughs> I was really stupid. A lot of kids are really stupid. Uh, and there are some who are smart, but anyway. Mm -hmm. All right, but moving along. So into our animal of the week this week. And it is... The spotted ratfish. The spotted ratfish. I have no idea what this is. Tell us about them, Casey. I weird. Okay. <laughs> so these guys belong in the order Chimeriformes. Okay, I feel like we've heard that before. 
No, I have not talked about chimeras on okay, here yet. Okay, then I'm lying. Chimera. <laughs> anyway, continue. Yes. They're in the family Chimeridae. Okay. Their scientific name is Hydrolagus coli. These are also weird. Okay, continue. <laughs> it's Latin. It's not. It's supposed to be weird. What Unless you're talking about bison. Well, like, what would these be in, like, English? It's like, pointy has eggs. Well, Latin's a dead language, so it doesn't matter. Wow. It's so a uniform language for communication and scientific research. Okay, fine. We're continuing on now. Yes. We choose the dead things. <laughs> These guys are found in northeastern region of the Pacific Ocean, ranging from the subtropics to the subpolar regions. Okay. And they are a benthic species. There we Was go. There another one. Okay. <laughs> They live on ocean floor at depths of 100 meters and up to 1,000 meters. Oh, my God. Yep. And depending on the region of the world, will cause the depth to ship, shift at where they live because of, like, temperature and other things. Mm, okay. And it's estimated that they live to be 20 years or so. Okay, but again, they're benthic, so it's hard to know. Yes. So I will talk about how they try to determine the age. Okay. They look at growth patterns on their teeth huh. called trider ridges, basically kind of like growth rings. Okay. And around 20s, they found to be the life maximum life age based on this method. Mm -hmm. And they found that sexual maturity is around 14 years. Wow, okay. So they mature very slowly. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then aren't around that much longer after. <laughs> yeah, well, some... You're not around much longer after you're ready to reproduce. In the animal kingdom. Yes. We are. Yeah. Well, also, general general rule in animal kingdom is you want to reproduce younger. Yes. That's always advantageous. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they are a sexually dimorphic species, with the females being significantly larger. Yes. Yes. And the larger individuals get to be about a meter in length. Okay. And they feed on a variety of other benthic species, including shrimp, clams, worms, sea stars, and smaller fishies. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's always a bigger fish. Yes. <laughs> well, not always. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, there's a bigger <laughs> fish. <laughs> They're also known to feed off of whale carcasses that seep to the bottom of the ocean. More vultures. Great. Cool. And it has a very long and thin tail, which some scientists thought resembled a rat's tail, mm. and that's how they got their name. Okay. And they are deep-dwelling species, but will occasionally be spotted in shallower depths during the night, because it's cooler, so mm -hmm. they go up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they have very large eyes, which help them absorb more light so they can see in the dark Since depths of like the ocean. no light down Yes, there. no light. Yeah. Well, very little. If there was absolutely none and they never saw it, like, they wouldn't have eyes. Right, okay. And here's another fun fact. They're among the deepest living venomous species of fish. Oh, good. Yes. They have a venomous spine on their dorsal fin to protect themselves from predators. Good thing people aren't walking around down there. <laughs> yep. And their drums are... Yes. Jaws. Yep, there you go. Are somewhat like rays in that they don't really have sharp teeth, but have these strong plates in their mouth for crushing prey. Okay. And like I mentioned earlier, these guys belong to the order Chimeriformes, which includes all the chimeras. <laughs> just like when they're naming a scary thing, do they just take it from this? <laughs> okay. But they get the name Chimera because if you look at their pattern, it kind of looks like they were sort of stitched together. Okay. And aside from the other extant Chimeras, their closest living relatives are sharks and rays. Huh, okay. Yep. They belong to the class Chondrichthys, which, just like all the other members, they have a skeleton made of cartilage. Okay. That makes sense. Yes. And scientists suspect that they may represent a quote-unquote missing link mm -hmm. between the bony fish and cartilaginous fish and probably diverged from sharks around 400 million years ago. Wow. Yes. So some qualities that they have similar to sharks is that they lack scales. They have um, called dermal denticles, which basically kind of 
little tiny tooth scales all over their body. Tooth scales? Yes, their scales are kind of like little teeth. Sounds weird. Okay. Yes, that's why when you pet a shark, if you go the other way, it feels like sandpaper. I've never, I don't think I've ever pet a shark. I have. <laughs> and I have not pet a shark the wrong way. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you go from snout to tail, it's smooth. Right. Other way, it's like sandpaper. Well, that would make sense because they yes. need to be able to go mm-hmm. forward. Yes. Okay, continue. I will. <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> yes. And they use electroreception to detect the muscle movements of their prey. Just like sharks. Yes. Cool. And males have reproductive appendages called claspers. It's how sharks, you can easily tell if they're males or females, because if you look at the pelvic fins, there'll be very lo- two long appendages. Yeah, I have that's... never noticed that with a shark ever in my life. <laughs> but that's their penises. Penises? <laughs> yes, they have two. Oh, okay. That's fine. Yes, and they're called claspers. Are they extra dumb? Okay. <laughs> Okay. Yes, it's because they hold I on to the... I imagine that's, yeah. <laughs> yep. And an aspect they have similar with the bony fish is that they have gill coverings. Okay. Yep. And just one weird feature they have is that males have a retractable appendage on their forehead. What? Yes, it's suspected that they use it to hold on to the female during copulation. But they already have claspers. Why yes. do they need that? Well, the claspers are more to insert inside to mm, okay. inseminate the Doesn't female. Doesn't sound like it's clasping then, does it? <laughs> it's well, even if you look at like male sharks, if you look at sharks, it's not clasping on with them. They're usually biting the females in order to hold on. Ugh, so annoying. Yes. <laughs> but I guess you're always moving at that point, so. Yeah. And these guys are listed as least concerned by the IUCN red list. Like many other species, they are sometimes caught in as bycatch to deep sea trawl nups, but the global population is on the rise. Good. All those benthic animals, yay, <laughs> do better because we're not generally going down there. Yep. Yay for them. Well, not even all of them because, like, the cold coral reefs are doing awful. Well, yes, that's true. And they take a long time to regrow. That sucks. Mm-hmm. That sucks so bad. All right, well, that is the spotted ratfish that I've never heard of mm-hmm. and um, will probably be really fun to find a picture of because he loves to do deep sea stuff that is hard to find a picture of. Out of all the chimeras, this should be the easiest one to find a picture of. That is so <laughs> right now. Anyway. <laughs> all right. There's well, some I can't even find a sketch, so be no, happy. that's really bad. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, well, we have a, a, another unrelated pun today, Casey. Okay. All right. Why was the lioness fed up with a lion? Why? Because he's lazy and always lying around. I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cat puns, yay! Yes. Big kitty puns. Anywho. (laughs) You okay there? Yeah, it's like a weird yawn. Um, that didn't come, but now it's try. It's like it's like wants to, but it's not coming. It's very strange. Look at the sun. Is this gonna? happen or not i don't know what's happening okay i'm gonna try to oh oh my gosh <laughs> i'm just gonna try to keep talking okay so we're gonna do our gop challenge still <laughs> which we still have not gotten through yeah um yeah. we'll see if we do today what what are we giving ourselves five minutes three minutes? yeah five minutes i don't remember what we've been doing now man let's say five. i have it set for five so we'll do that we'll do five okay great um right. I don't think we're going to get through all of them. Probably I'm not, because we're awful. We are. It's going to take us another, it's going to take us the entire first season <laughs> to get through. Maybe even season two. All right, are we ready? <laughs> okay. And go. Okay. Um, oh, it was my um, terrors, the, the nightmares week, and they're in the ocean, and it's, it's. I can say that word, it's a snake. Oh, uh, sea snake, sea crate. Yeah, but also like it has things like. Uh, Banded sea crate. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Why'd you go so specific? <laughs> oh, these are thickest fur of any mammal sold in pet stores. Man, I'm not gonna remember what that is. A chinchilla? I'm yeah. Just, oh, great. Okay, fantastic. Look at me knowing things. I didn't realize. No. This is a type of black and white asshole animal that can't be in with the zebra. Of Savannah, but it's a certain type. Gravy zebra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's in Africa. Big. An- I can't say that. Do you say antler or Africa? Is that part of the name? 
No, oh, it, I almost said the name. Okay, okay. Um, it's not a deer, but a... Antelope. And when you're calm, you are... Relaxed? And you're chill? Um, I don't... When you're well-grounded, you're... Down to earth. <laughs> Maybe we should skip this. Let me pass that one. Yeah. I have no idea what's happening. Okay. Um, oh, what Pumbaa is? dog. Yes. It's a, oh, this was awful last time too. It's a little deer looking animal. It a jumps. Dick? No. Oh God, fuck. <laughs> I remember that name since then and now I'm not gonna remember it again. It's in with the a dwarf mongoose. It's in with the dwarf mongoose yeah, at I, the yeah. zoo. It's not a duke ear. Nope. It doesn't be with a D even. Nope. A, a, a clip, clip springer. Yes. Yay, okay, got it, finally. <laughs> okay. Um. This is a type of thing that kind of looks like a snake, but it's not, and it's in the ocean. And eel. Some, yeah, but it's a specific one. More eel. Yes, good job. Whoa, throwing things over there. Uh, oh, this was my favorite uh, monkey. Uh, oh, that was a while back. Gelata. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, this is a um, this is a problem in Florida. They are gators. Alligators. No, 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 it's an invasive species. Burmese python. Oh, it's the wrong type then. My bad. It's, Anaconda. It's a different. No, that that second word was right. Python. Rock yes. python. No, to keep going. Um, uh, there's also reticulated python. Yes, I was like, there's also a giraffe. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's a rodent. Not high, but that's all I get. A low rodent. <laughs> what does that mean? And not okay. A rat. Not high, but. Low. Okay, and not water, but oh, lowland. Fuck. It's, it's a rodent. Sort of, it's a rodent. It's a lowland hamster. It's a lowland rat. It's a lowland capybara. Yeah. It's a lowland. I think we're supposed to pass that one, man. I'm never gonna get that. What the fuck was it? I put these in. I know. Okay, this is your favorite. I think it was your Arctic animal. Beluga, polar bear. No, yeah. There you okay. Oh, I don't remember where no, beluga that wasn't came your from. My favorite Arctic animal, actually, but whatever. Oh, these are, we talked about this last episode. They're now critically endangered. Oh, the forest elephants? African forest elephants? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, this is a type of fish, and they're really yummy. Not tuna, the other one. A salmon. Yes, and it's a certain ocean. Pacific salmon? Try a different ocean. Atlantic <laughs> yeah, salmon. Go. <laughs> oh, egg-laying mammal. Oh, platypus. Yep. Okay. Um, this is... The king snakes look like them, but red touches black. You're all right, Jack. Red touches yellow. Coral snake. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's a white cetacean that lives in the Arctic. You think I remember what a cetacean is? Um, uh, not a dolphin, but a... A beluga whale? Yep. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was not going to get that. Okay. Oh, God, what did I put in here? Okay, um... Okay, you hate this word when it um, when it goes in front of panther. It's a, Black. Yes. Okay, and then um, it's another name for a mountain lion. Puma. Blank cat, and it's like Catamount. You died, and you're like haunting Shadow someone. Shadow cat. No, you're you're ghost. haunting someone. Yes. Okay, so put those two together. Black ghost. Yeah, and then this is a ter certain type of. Um, they're kind of long. We may have used. We may have sold them. Thinking if I'm gonna murder someone, but not with a gun. Black ghost knife fish. Yes. <laughs> Not getting this. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you're not. That's really rude. <laughs> oh, shoot me. Okay. Um, oh, this was your stuff of nightmares. Wolf? No. Oh. What? No, not the... Not My the, nightmares? Yeah, the stuff of... I had the banded sea crate, and you chose this, and it's from South America, and it's really big. Aw. Okay, that goes back in. South America was big. Yeah. Well, we have to do it next time. Yep. Yeah. Can I show you what... You're never going to get. No, because we still have to do it You're next never time. getting it. I, well, then we will never get it next time. I only have three left, at least. Same with these. With, you have six left, because I passed a bunch. Your hair. hair. That's because it's one to the water. Okay. One. I told you I tried like a golden retriever. Two, four, six, eight. I have nine. Six. Six minus three, because we had to pass. I feel like that's a negative. It's negative. That's what? terrible. So at best we had 15. Mm. Oh my gosh. We're failing at this so bad. We're not going to get through this because we're going to do this next month. Yeah. 
and we'll get through it except for now we're only gonna have the ones we can't get mm -hmm. you just have to be creative like with the black ghost 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 knife fish one of these words you're just because <laughs> it's a country that i don't think you know that's extremely rude <laughs> very rude i mean i probably don't but we're still gonna get blank maps at some point and i'm gonna have you try to like list countries and it's not gonna be south america because that you said you learned in spanish it'll be like africa or asia okay anyway well we still did not do it folks um literally an entire season i'm gonna have to go back and see when we first started playing this like episode three the, i don't think it was the first month i think we started in like the second month but this has taken us an entire season which means yeah. 10 months which is insane. We're stupid. I also just... I'm a stupid, smart person. Vastly, well, we also only gave ourselves like two minutes in the beginning, so True. that was part of the problem. But I also just overestimated what we needed. Because <laughs> I didn't want to remember the words, you know? So yeah. I picked up a bunch and stuck them in. Anyway, what a mess. Okay. Well, that brings us to the end of episode 37. We didn't have many things special about 36 and 37. 37 is a prime number. It is, but we've had other prime numbers. Yes, but it's the biggest one thus far. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Nothing special about 38 either. Nope. It's not a prime number. <laughs> it's not a prime number. <laughs> Yay. Um, I guess we just don't get anything for a while. Is there really anything special about 40 or 39? No. Isn't there something related to Social Security or something? <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> Anywho's. All right, well, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Animal Addicts Podcast. As always, we're your host, Allie. And Casey. And we will catch you on the next episode of the Animal Addicts Podcast. Swish, swish, swish. It's supposed to be fish. Swimming quickly. Blub, blub. Blub, blub.